Hello and welcome to my second podcast episode. I am your host, Wojciech Salski, and in these episodes I will share my writing as well as thoughts on different topics that come to me as I put a pen onto a page each day. At the end of each reading, I will offer you a little insight to my thoughts and a nudge of inspiration to look into your own life and hopefully entertain ideas of your own choosing. There isn't a thing created by a human that wouldn't be initiated with an idea. This lies at the root of everything and anything our species will ever achieve. The boy was running up the hill, breathing heavily, as his chest puffed up and squeezed in with each round of air-gasping struggle. It was early in the morning on a Sunday, and as it usually happens, he was all by himself outside at this time. The town was still asleep, its colorful houses hiding the citizens underneath their variously formed roofs. He reached the smaller peak of the hill, and choosing the space facing the ocean sat down, crossing his legs and straightening his back. It just so happened that he decided not to take his headphones and the phone on the run, so sitting there at the edge of the cliff, he listened to the waves rhythmically splashing against the rocks beneath. He closed his eyes and reminding himself of the quote he heard the day before, which inspired him to recollect if there was anything in his life he didn't do, have or become, following an initial idea of some kind, he pondered. His mind wandered the vast plains of memory fields as he reminisced about his choices all the way back until he could remember, which must have been somewhere around his early childhood years. He thought of the choices of the job applications, girls he dated, the items that became his possessions and took their place in his room in one year or another, his friendships, schools chosen and graduated from, his hobbies, his achievements and failures, the sets of Lego blocks wished for during his early years' birthdays and Christmas Eves. He considered them all, and surprising himself came to conclusion that truthfully, there was not one thing among these that wouldn't be initiated by an idea. True, some of these ideas were inspired by other people, some by his hunches, some even by an impulse of desire on the spot there and then, but none of them was free of the associated initial thought of willingness to pursue it. Shocked with his conclusion, he opened the eyes and winced mechanically as if his body didn't fully acknowledge the results of his contemplation. The boy continued his run almost unaware of the whole running happening, as his mind wandered off concerned with the whole fact he has discovered, once more leaving the body in a state of habitual activity. He would probably fall over already, if it wasn't that the months of morning runs have become a routine of his as well. His shoes pounced up and down across the seafront path as he pondered on the second part of the whole idea that was presented with that quote he thought of earlier. As he recollected, the speaker has offered a thesis that whatever one holds in his mind, whatever one can imagine, conjuring their creative awareness, one can bring into the physical realm, therefore making it his own. The boy considered it to be quite an empowering thought, 
but that's only what he considered it at the time, a thought. Now, after coming to understand the genuine meaning and accuracy of the first part, he dared to consider the second half to be true as well. He ran thinking of the dreams and plans he used to recognize as too big and too absurd to ever become true, now seeing them all in different light. If that statement is true, his mind murmured again and again, then anything I can dream of I can achieve. Anything. He squinted his eyes in the morning sun, which just appeared on the horizon announcing the beginning of the day, and struggling to come to terms with this new point of view, he ran up the castle ruins, meandering between the gravel covered in plants and grass, its emergence dating back more than hundreds of his lifetimes. He liked the place, as it felt humbling to be present in the space which once was the main part of the town, now degraded into the few shapeless walls. It's all a matter of time, he pondered, standing at the edge of the hill on which the castle was set. His mind was working on a hyper speed, rendering all of his considerations as well as providing stable input for the body to continue these sporadic changes in speed and direction, as the run was still very much so in progress. His heart was pounding, trying to free itself from the sweat-covered chest. The boy stretched his arms wide, letting the wind embrace his warmed-up, slightly stiff from the night's sleep body. The tear of sweat trickled down his eyebrow and landed on his jumper by his collarbone. He felt alive and intensively aware as his consciousness began to accept and adjust its priorities for the days to come, with the knowledge from the quote taken into consideration. He felt like there was a direction and a goal to achieve, and as much as he was sometimes lazy, there was not a better motivation for him to do anything in the world than the possibility of success. At least that's what the personality test at his work has announced a few months before. The boy smirked, remembering the results of that multiple answers examination, thinking of it as a rather overrated way of bracketing people. Fair play to them though, whoever came up with it, he murmured. I ain't no psychologist after all, so it's not for me to judge. Nevertheless, he didn't really like the idea of putting people into any boxes or categories at all. As he considered everyone to be so different and unique, it was rather impossible to have them all catalogued. It was his opinion, and so he didn't really take the test to heart that much, but realizing how intensively the sudden revelation and motivation for growth has shaken him, he had to admit that the makers of it were right about something. He smiled and nodded his head slightly, letting the sign of regard for those specialists echo throughout the universe. Fair play. Once he reached his flat, he took a quick shower and sat down to eat breakfast, at the same time looking through the internet in the search for the author of the quote. He found out the title of the book, which treated on the subject, and once writing its title down, he decided to order it from the online shop to be delivered as soon as possible. Only a few months later was he to discover that it was this book that has made people like Bill Gates, Oprah, Warren Buffett and many more the successful people they are today. The boy has discovered a book 
that in a matter of time was to become his most important daily read and forever change the way he was to go about his life. He had no idea at the time just how important this thought, quoted and contemplated upon, would become to him. Thank you for listening to my story. Following the first episode, I wondered which one of my texts would work as the second one. Because you see, I don't really have any plan. I just choose out of so many texts I have at the moment and um, decide which one would work. And I thought this one is quite a powerful one to share with you. I don't want my episode to be an advertisement for a book of any sort, so for those of you guys who would like to uh, read any of the books that I've been reading recently, I will be putting them into the bio of the episode, and in that way, if, if you want, you can always look them up. But I wanted to touch here on a different note, actually. I wanted to focus more on that idea, and um, following the first episode, I wanted to discuss a little how the idea itself doesn't really have to be anything specific at the time. As much as you might want to think about where you want to end up, as I said before, you don't really know how it's gonna turn out in the end. You don't even know how you're gonna get there at the time. It's quite tricky really, but I think it's quite a cool experience to have. I've been talking to my good friend the other day about jumping off and uh, sort of not seeing where you jump but believing that there is a net that is gonna support you. That's a theme that a few different books have been advertising in a sense. And I would like to invite you to follow up on the first episode and after you've already thought about that idea, that desire that you would like to be um, chasing, to think about how you could jump right now, dive into it, and um, and if you haven't done it yet, I just wanted to remind you that um, there is no other time but now to start. For myself, uh, from my experience, when it comes to ideas, especially about writing, because that's what I find being my creative process of any kind, I find that the easiest way to start a story of any kind is actually to just sit down in front of the page and for a moment just not think. It feels almost as if when I just dive in, not knowing what is gonna be on the page, it just so happens that something shows up. Stephen King in one of his books on writing mentioned that um, you must not come lightly to the blank page. And I think that's such a powerful statement because as I understand it, he's advertising the idea to just sort of go, go with the flow and believe, but make the most of it. And making the most of it means that going that extra mile. And it's a funny statement because it's so easy to say, oh yeah, well, I've done all I could, but have you really, you know? You kind of know when you're doing the most of what you could. You know when you're so tired that you literally cannot walk anymore. I don't know if you've ever had that. I don't think I've ever met that. Even during any sort of exercises, there is kind of this moment when you feel like you cannot keep going, but if the motivation is enough, you will keep going. 
and I think this is the same with that hope and keeping the idea alive. It's very easy to get inspired on the spot and then as we go, as the struggle gets a bit more of a struggle, <laughs> to forget why you, why you are trying to do it, to start noticing all the things that are not really working out and to lose that faith, that idea. And think about it, if, if we go back in time, imagine, you know, how would we be using airplanes right now if Brothers Wright would just kind of, you know, after the third fail, be like, yeah, right, this, this is not going to work, is it? And so many other things and so many other discoveries and cases worth fighting for. And I think especially at the moment, in the current climate, in what is happening in the world and what is happening in our lives, what is happening in, in the internet, everywhere, I think it's very important to caress that idea of ours, whatever it is, and as well caress those ideas that um, are worth tending for and worth fighting for. And as much as it hurts for me to say, I think with many things in our lives at the moment, we kind of lost the track of what is what and what is important. And uh, through media and all kinds of confusing informations and misinformations, we focus on things that are not really that important and uh, miss out on those that are. And we're losing through that. And coming back to your idea, don't let yourself lose it as you go along because it might be easy to start when you start it and you get all hyped up. It's like starting the run, you know, the first 10 minutes is like, oh my god, this is amazing, like I can go for ages. And then like if you're running 30, 40, 50 minutes, you're like, oh god, can I just stop? Like is that the end yet? It's especially hard if you're running with someone else because you don't want them to notice that you're struggling but at the same time you're kind of starting to hate the fact that you're running with them because if they wouldn't be there you would probably stop at this point and you know have a little walk around or sit down. But at the same time I think this is a good equivalent to that keeping, keeping our idea alive and keeping ourselves motivated for it. Because if you've overcome the first hurdle, which is if you've started, don't quit just yet. Try long enough or keep at it long enough to see it through, you know? And a failure is just one step closer to a success anyway. You know, this is such a cliche, but I think it's, it really is. And um, if anything, it's a great lesson. Whatever that does not work, you now know one way of how not to do that certain thing that you're trying to do or how not to get that certain thing you're trying to get. But yeah, first of all, I wanted to remind you of uh, the first episode and the idea that you should really, really go for whatever you think is yours, because it is. If you think it is, it, it should be yours. It's only fair. And whenever you're losing that sight of, you know, whenever you're losing that motivation towards that certain thing of yours, that goal, just remind yourself of all those people be before us that um, through their work and through their effort have managed to gain things that others couldn't see. 
You know, and this is such a complex topic because we could talk for ages about how people influence each other and how we kind of fall into this idea that if someone did not do it before us, then we probably cannot do it either. But if you feel like it, I think it's only fair that you try. And I would like to leave you this week with a quote from Albert Einstein that hopefully will invite you to think about your world and about your life in a different way. Definitely did it for me and I have it on my wall because I think it's really powerful. The world as we have created it is a process of our thinking. Change your thinking and you will change your world Thank you for listening to my podcast this week. I hope I've enriched your Monday. If you're not listening to it on Monday, then I hope I've enriched your day and I made you smile a little. And I hope I gave you some inspiration and the ideas shared here are going to be a part of your week. And yeah, I would like to wish you a great week and um, stay happy, stay safe. Stay healthy and uh, see you next time.